Welcome, my friends, to Shaking the Salt with Dr. Peppers. My bio reads from troubled teen to teacher of the year, 100-pound weight loss, blah, blah, blah. You know the sort of thing you're working on in your before and after life story. So at the end of the message, stay tuned if you want to contact me for any reason, including prayers. Thank you. And I'm Dr. Peppers, Shaking the Salt. Here we go. I wish I could say that all of the rubble and the debris left over from the high-rise apartments here in Florida have all been cleaned up. I wish I could say that they had found at least the remains of all of the bodies so families could be notified, comma. And more than that, I wish it had never happened. We don't know why bad things happen, and we can't explain why this particular building collapsed when so many others, built more shoddily and on other ground perhaps, didn't. But we do know one thing that they're finding after the fact, and that is the ground upon which this high-rise apartment building was built was not very safe and secure, and the material and the way it was built was also perhaps in error. I only know that one thing we have control over is our own houses and our own quote-unquote bodies, so to speak. Whether it's the house you live in or the house your soul is anchored in, we are responsible for taking care of those. Here in Florida, we are hearing more and more of sinkholes, areas that were mostly surrounded by sand or what some believe to be quicksand, where all of a sudden big sinkholes just suddenly appear. There's no warning. There's no indication that this might happen tomorrow, next week, next year, or never. But it could happen pretty much anywhere, anytime. And if it's not sinkholes in some areas, it's fires. We know what's been happening out in the West again this year. Some places it happens to be the ice that is melting. Other areas like in the Midwest where I used to live, it's tornadoes and floods. I can't tell you how many sandbags we have done through my lifetime trying to keep my mom's house safe, which is only two blocks from the Mississippi River. When we think about any kind of natural catastrophes, of course, most of these we have no control over. But there are other things over which we do have control. There is a great parable in Scripture that talks about a wise and foolish builder, and this is kind of illustrating the folly of not listening to God in the first place. But it's about two people that built their houses. When a flood came, the torrent struck that house, but could not shake it because it was built on a solid foundation. So we can compare this to those who have heard God's words, who have listened to him, who have, even though it cost more, built our homes on a firm foundation, unlike those who hear and ignore his words. Jesus assured his listeners that when the storms come, their house would stand and their faith could not be shaken. Well, we can find peace knowing that as we listen to and obey him, he forms a strong foundation for our lives. 
And we can strengthen our love for him by not only heeding his word, but putting into practice what he tells us to do. It's kind of like a child that obeys their parent. And even though it doesn't seem to make sense to them, and even though they feel it's costing them more, so to to speak, they do what they said just because they are a good mom or a good dad. And because we have a good father that we can trust, that we can listen to, that has taken us this far into our lives and promised he will never let us down. We can listen and hear and obey. And the place that I would like to direct this to in the parable of the wise and foolish builders isn't that it's just teaching that we can be saved by building well or even by our good works, but because we know who our Father is, we will do those good works because we want to please our Father. And Paul is using the same metaphor of a solid foundation where he makes it clear that no one can lay any foundation any other than the one already laid, which is in Jesus Christ. And that's found in 1 Corinthians. Anyone who builds on that foundation may use any material you want, gold, silver, jewels, wood. You know, if these homes here in Florida had been built out of gold and diamonds, they still wouldn't have been on a firm foundation and they still would have ended up in rubble. We are saved only because of a strong, solid foundation. And that's what we have found, at least I have found this through my own life. And I know that many of my friends who have either lost their homes through tornadoes or floods or fires or whatever the particular issue is, there is only one thing that we have to really fear, and that is loss of life. We can replace things, even though we may not have the money for it, but you can never replace a child or a loved one or even a pet. There is nothing sadder than seeing someone trying to save one of their pets and unable to do that. They may even lose their own life. There is a great scripture that says, no love is greater than this, that a man lays down his life for his friend. Are there those in your life, my friend, that you would be willing to lay down your life for? Most of you would say yes, whether it's a child or a sibling or a parent or a grandparent or even a close friend. But how many of us would give up our life for a stranger that we've never even met? And yet we are told that even while we were in the worst part in our life, and mine was probably in my late teens and early 20s, God still loved me so much that he already had paid the price for me by sending his only begotten son, Christ, to die for me. He didn't deserve it. He had never sinned at all, and I think of all of the stuff that I used to do. But God had forgiven me, and not only that, he had already paid the price. 
My friend, I don't know what you're going through right now. I don't know if yours is a physical issue, if you've lost something valuable, if you're seeking a lost pet or trying to pay off something or loss of money or loss of job. It may not even be a loss. It may just be that you feel empty and despondent. I pray that God this day, as he has his arms wrapped around you, would just squeeze a little tighter and ask you to speak back to him your needs. Because my friend, he's listening. You don't have to have gone through a tragedy. It doesn't have to be a great loss. Just let him know that you're empty and you need him to fill that special spot that you've never been able to fill. He'll do it, my friend. He did it for me. I am praying for you this day. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you, my friend. I'm Dr. Pepper, shaking the salt. Thanks for staying on, my friend. If you would like to contact me, visit saltandlightministry.com. If you want to share your story with me, ask a question, have me come speak to your group, or maybe just request prayer. Once again, saltandlightministry.com. Thanks and God bless.